Oh, and we're back live in the flesh. It is the Side Friend Chronicles episode 79. Why do I use this voice at this very moment? I don't know, but I it's want not you a hotline. to unbutton your shirts. No. Your pants. If your chest is hairy, don't. Relax. If your chest is hairy, if you're on some awesome powers shit. Keep your shirt on. More power to you. <laughs> you got that mojo, baby. Yeah, baby. Hey. Little little one-week hiatus. Some would call it a vacation, but others, like your boy Daddy Goods would call it busting his ass, trying to move shit. If any of you all know what it's like to move, that's what I've been doing all week. And uh, Stella's been like getting her vacation brain out of her head because vacation brain is a thing, by the way, everybody. When you come back from vacation, you don't want to do shit, do you? No, I think you need a you need a few days to 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 unwind, get out of vacation mode, get back into life mode. Life you know, mode. Mm-hmm. I think you need a switch. You need that little window, that little buffer. But coming back from vacation, don't you feel like a brand new person? High key. Um, I think vacation. If it's just like a couple of hours away, coming back is less exhausting. But like for me, because I traveled to another country, the it was exhausting, you know, like I hardly slept. So did you have any layovers? Yes. Um, hang on one second. We're hanging. Um, yes, actually. I did. So what I've learned from traveling is that flying, if you're going to go international, flying out of TJ is cheaper than flying out of the U.S. Always. For the most part. Mm -hmm. Sometimes LAX is good with prices. So we flew out of TJ and... Typically, when you do that, you have a layover in Mexico City because it's like one of the biggest airports, right, in the world. And uh, um, is it really? I didn't know that actually. It's an international airport. Mexico City is one of the biggest cities in the world. It's fucking huge. Um, the airport is trash, though. I'm sorry. It's literally the worst airport I've ever been to in my life. Um, even TJ is better. Um, wow. I know. Um, but there's always fucking delays out of Mexico City. You're I've not caught I've not had one flight be on time out of there whether it's landing or departing. It's it's pretty fucking crazy to me. Is that um, what you talk about when you say you're on Mexican time? You got that. <laughs> yeah, um, and they're always fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> um it was pretty crazy just even going there the flight was delayed so we get to Mexico City, our flight's delayed to Cancun, which sucks because we were supposed to be in Cancun by like 7 p.m. before the sun sets, you know, to get to our Airbnb, maybe catch some dinner because we had plans Friday to go to Tulum to check out the ruins and things like that and some cenotes. But um, because that shit delayed, we ended up getting to the Airbnb like at 10 p.m., um, the taxi dropped us off in the wrong place. So we're like walking through the hood 
uh, fucking 10 p.m. Like the literally Actually. the hood where my Mary Airbnb was like, like oh my goodness. gated everything. It looked worse than like the streets of TJ did 20 years ago. Like it was yeah. really bad looking. The people were very nice though. Um, They're nice because and- they were ready to rob your ass. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> No, I and there was not one time that I felt uncomfortable, which is weird. And I think that's because I grew up going to TJ every weekend. So it almost felt like home, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to our Airbnb late, which and then the next day we were going to a different Airbnb. Um, and so we were going to drop our shit off there because she was allowing us to to drop our stuff off before check-in. But the way that the city was set up, um, going there and depending on taxis for everything is a poor choice. If you're not staying in the resort area, I ended up renting a fucking car. Like Friday night, Friday we didn't do Tulum. We were trying to like navigate how the fuck we were going to get to because Tulum's like almost two hours away from Cancun. It's like an hour and 45 minutes south. Okay. And little like 15 minute, 20 minute taxi rides were costing us like 25 bucks. Like wow. dollars, US dollars. Mm. And we were like, holy shit, dude, all our money's going on taxis and we have barely done anything. We haven't even done anything. We've just gotten to the Airbnbs. Like it's crazy. And so after we ate dinner that night, um, he passed out. I got online and I fucking rented a car for the the remainder of the time. I was like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. Yeah. And then our choices, I, I feel you. That made it easier to actually get around. But then great, too, by the way, to try to drive around Mexico. Anyway, oh, and Mexico. all the cars there. Thank God I drive stick because all the cars there are stick. So, like, the car I rented with Stick is brand new car. Like, it only had, like, 900 miles on it um, or 800 miles on it, something like that. And to rent a car there. Huh? How much did it cost to rent a car there? It was, like, for, what, three days? It was, like, 130 bucks. You probably saved, what, like, a good, like, three, 400 on taxes. And I only spent 40 bucks on gas. So, yeah, we saved money. We saved a lot of money by renting the car. But what sucked too is the the resort. Um, The resort was nice. It was very beautiful. Um, It was the Omni in Cancun. That's where the wedding was taking place. Um, That was Saturday's thing. Um, We found out that we had to pay a hundred bucks each to attend the wedding. That wasn't even to just have access to the resort for the day. Like we were originally told. Um, so even though we had an Airbnb for the whole time, we ended up just renting a room for the night so that we could have the all inclusive access to the resort for like the 24 hours, you know? Oh God! Um, yeah, so surprises on surprises. It was surprises on surprises. That's how the yeah. entire trip went, and um, horse trap, man. 
It, it is. It's a fucking tourist trap. And Wait, if you're right, hold on. let me get this straight, because I'm sure the, the listeners are are wondering this too. So to get into the wedding, they were charging a hundred dollars unless you had a room at the all inclusive resort. Right. Which a room was like two hundred and forty eight dollars for that night. Oh man, which we are really lucky on because when I look up how much a room is, the exact room that we got, they're charging seven hundred bucks a night right now. Oh my goodness! So I don't know how we got it for that cheap, but we fucking did. Um, and then we, then we had you know access. We went onto the beach right there, which was the only part of fucking Mexico's Caribbean coast that's not completely infested with this algae called sargasm which we were we we had no idea yeah it sounds like sarcasm but it's called sargasm um we had no idea that apparently april through september the mexican caribbean is literally infested with this shit like like it was the grossest thing i've ever seen in my life um so right there it wasn't as bad so we figured that that would be how it would be like in Tulum. We didn't think it would be worse an hour mm-hmm. away. We got to Tulum on Sunday and the fucking beach. I have pictures of this. It's so disgusting. So like sargasm? the sand, yeah, is full of dry sargasm. Like you can't even see the white sand. It's all just reddish brown dry like kelp seaweed i just looked it up too it's pretty it looks pretty nasty and then like a hundred feet into the water it's just full of it like you're not supposed to swim in it because apparently it becomes toxic it smells so gross so so gross and so we get to the tulum ruins area And you're met by these guys who are, you know, trying to get your money because you have to pay to do the tours, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, there's something in my fucking eye all of a sudden. (laughs) You got some sargasm Um, I got some sargasm (laughs) in my fucking eye. Um, (laughs) No, so then they go, you know, you could do the walk-in tour. Yeah. You know, it's cheaper. You just, but you got to park far and you got to walk a long way to get in there, whatever. Or you can access the ruins by boat on the backside. This is what he told us. Hmm. So we're thinking, and then included with the boat thing, you get to go snorkeling. At this point, we hadn't seen the water yet. We thought it still looked the way it did up in Cancun. Snorkel in the sargasm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we had brought snorkel gear down to Mexico with us because... We were going to, we planned on snorkeling, right? Um, And so we're like, let's do that because we can access the ruins. We could go check them out. And then we go back to the boat and then the boat takes us snorkeling. And then we knock all these things out off our list Uh and it'll be dope, right? It's only like, you know, 20 bucks more. Let's do that. Right. And so we pay for that, and then we go, and we get down to where we're going to fucking park. It's a goddamn nightmare. And then we walk up to the beach, and we sm- we're we smelling something before we go over the hill, and, like, you're at the beach. And then we get to the beach, and it's just black from all that shit in the water. The water is gross. And we're like, you're joking, right? Right. Like, they, were gonna, is- you, they were thinking you were going to get inside that water? 
Oh, we had to walk in the water up to like my thighs to get onto the boat. So you it was were so fucking walking, gross. You were walking through the sargasm. At you that have point. to, yeah. That's, that's there's because they're still doing these fucking tours, even though they shouldn't. Right. And then because of the sargasm, we couldn't actually get to the coast to like access to where the the ruins were. So we were only able to see the ruins from the ocean. And it was so late in the day that we couldn't get back on land and access it walking. So we didn't get to see the fucking ruins like we were told and we were supposed to. And we had to go out more into the fucking ocean to snorkel. So I'm like tripping thinking, oh shit, dude, like there's a lot of sharks here. So like, you know, like I'm fucking tripping balls right now. And what was really cool is we are, we did snorkel in this area and we saw some sea turtles, which are massive, huge sea turtles. They like pull up next to us, pop their little head out of the water, swim back under. Um, And then... They, we saw some stingrays like swimming underneath us. I was like, "Oh, I'm not Steve Merwin. Please don't kill me." You know, <laughs> you were wondering if the yeah. foot can come back. Um, we actually have some bad news. Her feet got snapped off. By the <laughs> and shot into yeah, the we're done. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was just kind of a fucking disaster. So then, on our way back up to Cancun from Tulum. Our plan was to stop at some cenotes, but after the experience, we it's like sea caves. Okay. Yeah, um, and you could like swim in those and snorkel in those. Brave. I, I don't think I would go in any sea caves. I'm for sure about to get ate by a bat if I go in the sea. Cave. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> no, it's or not that bad. They're very commercialized down there for tourists and stuff. Um, that doesn't mean that wildlife isn't moseying around in there oh there's definitely wildlife in there i just i don't know what but yeah Yeah, um so we actually didn't even stop at any cenotes because at that point we were tired we were very fucking frustrated with how we got bamboozled and we were thinking okay if the water's like that there it's not going to be better there you know like we were thinking somehow this water's here it didn't just fucking it's not just there like it gets there somehow right and so we're like we're just fucking done like let's actually just plan like a let's reserve a a good nice expensive dinner like in cancun fuck it like we're already getting taken for way more money over our budget than we thought like let's just go get a like a really nice dinner Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's what we did in Colombia. We got a really fucking nice dinner and it was amazing and it was a great experience. So I make reservations at this restaurant called, um, Rosa Negra or something like that. And it's like five stars, fucking expensive, all the dollar signs and shit. And I made yeah. reservations. Okay. And then when we're done getting ready, we're all like all dolled up and everything. Yeah. I click the, my calendar automatically saved my reservation. And I click my calendar thing because it comes up like, hey, your reservation's out here. And it gives you directions, right? Because it takes it, pulls it from the website, the address. Mm-hmm. Takes us to the wrong fucking place. Oh, takes us no. 20 minutes north where the restaurant used to be. 
because the fucking website hadn't updated its address. (laughs) So we don't make it. We don't get to do the, we don't get to eat there. So we just find a restaurant right there. And we're just like fucking so over it. We're like, I hate Mexico. I know why my grandma left. I'm not fucking coming back here. Like, this is so stupid. I was mad. I was so pissed. Was this uh, Rosa Negra place like a big, like popular place in Cancun or Tulum area? Kind of, yeah. You have to have a reservation. I didn't just already know that. No, I had to Google it. No, I mean like the the driver. Or, oh, you were driving. That's I right. was driving. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was driving, and I'm not and the worst scenario, a taxi cab driver would have been worth it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and then so the next day is the day we leave because that was Sunday. Next day we leave is Monday. We drop off the rental car. Our flight's not till twelve forty five p.m. But we have to have the rental car back at the thing at nine fifteen. So we're like, fuck it. We'll just be there early. Doesn't hurt anybody. Right. It's better. Right. We drop it off. We're at the airport at 915. Our fucking flight doesn't leave till 1245. But then it gets delayed. Three fucking hours. Oh. Which makes us late for our connecting flight in Mexico City to TJ. (laughs) So then when we get to, turns out. So most of the people who were on the flight that we were on to go from Mexico or to from Cancun to Mexico City were actually connecting to TJ. Mm-hmm. So they ended up holding that flight. And so all the people who were already in Mexico City who had that flight were pissed because they delayed their flight because our shit was delayed. So theirs was delayed by like a good five, six hours probably. No, theirs was only, we had like an hour and a half layover in Mexico City. So Uh theirs was only delayed like an hour and a half. Okay. Ours was delayed three hours. And so when we get there, they let us all who are connecting to TJ off the plane first. And we have to hurry up across this thing to get to our flight, to get on the flight, to hurry up and leave. Mm Mm-hmm. And we ended up getting to TJ only like, I think, an hour and a half later than originally scheduled. But then the line to cross the CBX from Mexico into, you know, San Diego was only manned by like three people. So that shit was ridiculous. (laughs) And then we stopped to eat tacos at Tacos El Gordo right there in Chula Vista. Because we're hungry and we're like, let's get some tacos. Like, it's crazy that we felt like we had to go from Mexico to America to have real Mexican food because the food in Mexico, I was not impressed. And it, and the food in Mexico, like Cancun, Mexico, or or Tulum, everywhere, Mexico, Mexico City, food was gross. Mex and Cancun, it was meh. I've never had that kind of experience in Mexico and anywhere in Mexico. I've always felt like the food out there has been way better. Nah, that they cater to like I feel like they cater to white people out there. That shit does not taste good. Maybe it's because you were in like the like certain certain areas, but like like tourist area. Damn it, TJ. I've had fire food. Oh, TJ's and different. Rosarito, That's different. I've had fire food. TJ and Rosarito are different. That their food is really good, but like Mexico City and Cancun, something was up. Their food was not good you, to me. You know what? You know, come to think of it, when I went to Cabo San Lucas one time. I do recall the food not being up to par. So I think that 
Cabo San Lucas is another cater to the tourist type of. Oh, uh, for sure. For sure. That's a resort town. But mm -hmm. um, the line, the it took 45 minutes for them to get our food after we ordered it at Tacos del Gordo, too. So it was just one thing on top of a fucking another the entire five days. It was just like. But, you know, to complain about that is such a first world problem because it was a privilege for us to be able to, like, have the ability to leave the country and go somewhere and see something cool. And it wasn't all shit. Like, thank God the person I went with, we always have a good time together mm. because it could have been really bad if that wasn't the case. So it was good and frustrating. I'll just say that. Good and frustrating at the same time. Yeah, because I, sure I mean, I had a good time. I was going to say, I'm sure if you guys went out there with like in, in no prior plans, it probably would have been even doper too. Because when you have to kind of stick to like a schedule and be there for a certain event or whatever, you got to right. kind of work around that as well. Right. Versus if you're like, oh, we're not really on any time crunch, we could just go do that. It doesn't work out. Fuck it. We'll find something else. Make it, make a blast. And out we of it. were on a time crunch. So, because I think if we were there, maybe like, seven days instead of four mm -hmm. you know then we i think we would have been able to do the things all the things we wanted to do and the right way you know like chichen itza is a three-hour drive from Can cancun like i would have done that instead of driving to the mayan ruins on the coast like mm. but whatever damn we're 21 minutes in right now we haven't even let everybody know what they should be wearing on their anklets <laughs> yes well let's let them know if you're looking for unique and eye-catching foot jewelry you'll fall in love with yoga bling boutique our oh. unique line of toe rings and anklets are gorgeous conversation pieces that make heads turn visit yogablingboutique.com for exotic toe rings anklets and socks that caress your lovely feet like a glove we are on Facebook as Yoga Bling Boutique FB. Also look for us on Instagram as Yoga Bling Boutique. Your feet deserve jewelry from Yoga Bling Boutique. For more information, go to yogablingboutique.com. I will say, Yoga Bling was probably the accessory I needed. I mean, my dress was fucking gorgeous, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, that Honestly, shit was fire. I posted it. <laughs> I don't be on your Instagram like that. You okay, well, be on my Instagram like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with I, uh, My dress was fucking beautiful. Um, I've never worn a gown that long in my life to a wedding before. I always kind of wear like knee length dresses, like lower, mm. like slightly below the knee. But that one was all the way to the ground, like quite literally, it even dragged when I walked and I sewed up the front so that I wouldn't step on it before I left. Um, beautiful dress, Fashion Nova, baby, hooked me up. Y'all should sponsor You got it from podcast. Fashion Nova? For I got it from Fashion Nova. Oh, shit. It was the most beautiful dress I think I've ever worn to a wedding. It's so gorgeous. The colors oh, were turning heads amazing. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, oh, man. yeah. That was the dress. That was the dress for sure. A lot of compliments on that dress. Word. I have to check it out. I have to go to the page and check it out. So pretty. 
It ended so, up though. It ended up breaking like the strap between that was holding it up over my boob. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Okay. I was in the bathroom and I was like fixing my face. And then I don't know if I stepped on it, and it just pulled it, but it like snapped and the whole thing went down on my oh. <laughs> I was like shit. How do you how do you uh, fix something like that? Um my okay. girl, our girl Danny, who okay. was at the wedding as well. Um our old homie Gilbert, he uh he gave us his like flower the pin thing yeah and she like pinned it and like connected them to it so like hold it for me like a, a really clutch move right there but it Dan. is danny's <laughs> the real mvp i gotta check out the podcast we have with her danny g on yes. the chronicles channel speaking of other podcasts i'm gonna be on the fart talk podcast on the 28th Hey, nice. So you're like, let me check, make sure we don't have something booked that day. No, like, no, we're good, I think. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, that's exciting. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, I'm gonna be Our on girl Lexi. Have some fun with them and talk about farts and stuff like that. So if y'all want to be grossed out, make sure you uh tune in to their podcast all the time, but definitely the time. on the 28th. For sure. So sure. Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor, or Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. Let me not disrespect Conor like that. Oh, before we even talk about that, actually, like, you know me, I'm like all over the place with my topics and everything. Can we just appreciate, love, and appreciate my Wi Fi? It's been so smooth thus far. Yeah, this is better. Your this new is location better. is better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Right, yeah. Poirier, Conor McGregor. Did you watch it? I actually didn't. I was working, but I did yeah. see some highlights. I definitely saw when his leg broke. Ooh, that was a nasty break. That was, that was a nasty break, bro. And I was going to say, like... Ooh, you know, that one hurt. I oh, think boy. it's, I think it's uh, you know, funny how he was threatening Poirier leaving in a stretcher, and then he left in a stretcher. And, you oh, know, karma's, that- karma's only a bitch if you are. You think that uh, Connor deserved that? I think that, first of all, I want to say that I'm a yeah, I'm a Poirier fan. I'm a I I'm not. I don't like the the cocky ass. I get it. Like I know that it's it, it fun. Though. I That's what know makes- that it's to hype up the fight. I know that it's all about the marketing and shit like that. Sometimes I question whether or not these guys are only doing it for those purposes or if it's really their um you could tell it's the rivalry is really there with those guys. <laughs> they well, don't like because it's it's a fight between humble and not. Like Poirier's always been humble. He's always been like like on and off the mat, like he's a decent person. And that's why like I always go for him. Whenever he's gonna fight somebody, I choose him. Like He's he's the guy. That's who I want to win. That's who I want to see on top. And this, if you see Habib's um, tweet to him, um, he said, "Good always wins." You know, like even Habib like said that shit. Like congratulate him, gave Poirier his flowers. Like, huh. <laughs> and that I mean that I think says a lot. So you only so you only go for the guys that are are humble and yes. And- come across genuine not yes. the cocky so you never rooted for mayweather in any of his ever fight. ever except for when he went against 
the YouTubers. So you were you were one of the people that made him as uh, popular as he got because he only got as popular as he got because everybody wanted to see him lose. Everybody wanted to see him lose. They're like, can't stand. Not that I wanted to see him lose. I just wanted to see him humble, and if that meant he him losing, then I was for it. I think it would have got worse if he if he would have lost. He he would have spiraled out of control. Look at Connor. He seems to be kind of spiraling. He's he's done, dude. Honestly, like this maybe a good time to retire, dude. Like that's time to retire, bro. This might be the way you want to be put into retirement because if you get put into retirement by like a nasty, vicious KO, which I think that fight was probably going to head there because Dustin Poirier was actually kicking his ass really yeah. bad in the first round. And then, you know, to go into the second round after getting your ass kicked in the first, I mean, MMA or fighting in general, just any kind of fight sports. I mean, anything could happen, but he was getting dominated before that, that, uh, that break. Yeah. But, uh, like I said, that might have been a way. I mean, not just retirement, but that fight in general, that might have been a way that he wanted that to end because it's not it would have been on the broken leg. <laughs> it would have been a good look to get KO'd yeah. by the same guy twice in a row. So for sure. You know, but it is what it is. But I want to see the guy come back, man, because I am a, a Conor McGregor fan and I, don't I do care. like all the trash talk and all that, but I, I but I do also respect where you know he came from um as well because he wasn't always, you know, the glitzing glamour and, you know, the the cocky flashiness and all that. Yeah, he always was like a trash talker and everything. But dude, really came up if you if you look at where he came from before. I'm all about the Cinderella story, bro. Just stay humble. Remember where you came from. Like I think that Dustin Poirier is a good example of how it's possible to come up from nothing and still remain yourself a good person you know what i mean not let the money get you in a business aspect of the fighting sports though poirier he he won't see a payday like he would get against a a, a conor mcgregor you know that's why they have to keep on putting him up against conor mcgregor when realistically he should probably get a title shot he's had a lot of like really high level fights like he's fought habib he lost to habib but he's beat mcgregor twice right but he he's not going to get a a fight as big as the Conor McGregor because he doesn't do all the trash talk and everything. The reason why Conor McGregor is the biggest name in fight sports is because he knows how to promote himself and market himself. And he knows that the more hate you get, the more, the more money you get. Mm. I that's don't know if that's true. Well, how do you not know if that's true? That's 100% true. The I don't more know that's people, true. People, well, it is true. Um, I'm here to tell you. I don't think it is. I think that sometimes records and fights speak for themselves, though, too. I think that there's fighters out there who weren't loud and trashy talky who are high ticket fighters. Like, I I don't think that that's true. If I could think of names right now, I'm seeing some faces. And if I could, if I fucking knew names the way like I wish I did, I would Uh, be dropping them right now. Huh? Habib, maybe. Khabib. Yeah, he's not he's not a loud motherfucker, but he's undefeated. Like he's the number one guy. Like that's who everybody is working to fight against and beat. But I'm sure and his biggest not, is against Conor McGregor has to be. I don't know. It's about ticket sales and pay-per-views. And sure, stuff. but when you're the undefeated guy, you don't have to be loud. 
if you want to sell more tickets, yeah. I don't know that you do. If if your opponent is like that's Anybody cool. Listening right now would probably agree. They I don't know. know what I'm saying. I mean, I get I feel you, I do, but I mean, like it's like that in boxing too. That's why there hasn't been like a, a lot of uh, huge draw boxers, you know, in the last. Canelo's decade. not loud. He's not loud <sighs> and obnoxious, loud cocky. He's getting loud and cocky now, because they probably told him like, if you're gonna sell tickets, you got to start talking shit. That's why he's starting to say, "You're a fucking terrible fighter." I Horrible think he's just fighter. starting Horrible. to speak English, and I think that he knows that people have been commenting on how cool it is. Like to hear him say that. And I think that's why he's running with it. He's starting to show, like, I think his marketing person is starting to be like, hey, like the public wants to see, like, you kind of off, off the, mm-hmm. you know, boxing ring as well, like, mm-hmm. do some of these things. Like, I don't think that's who he is, but I think that that's who Connor McGregor is. I think right. he's always been loud like that, even when he had nothing. He mm-hmm. he's just it's who his personality is, and that's what I'm speaking to. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. This this could go on forever, though. It could. It, I'm it, not it, backing it, down. <laughs> uh, you never back down. I, I don't. Uh, and see, it's such like, a bad I, thing. It's a bad thing. I. It's a bad quality. I mean, it doesn't have to be a bad quality, but whoever is you know you know debating with you just has to realize at some point that it just. It's okay to agree to disagree with you. I yeah. agree to disagree with you all the time. You do. But I've learned this, you know, this special through quality. Years and years. Through marriage. Through marriage. Oh, yeah. You only learn this through, through marriage. And so, you know, with with anybody that I debate, you know, once I realize, all right, this debate is literally just going to go on forever, you know, you just got to agree to disagree. But see, that's, that's, what's that? Sorry. Isn't that rad? That yeah, this is a green right. bottle because it's a Gatorade bottle and it's taking the form of like. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're you're solid. No, that is that is pretty cool. I like I love green screens. We can have a lot of fun with these green screens for real. <laughs> I'm aware. I should wear like a green hat one day and like I don't know what I'm gonna do, but anyway. Wear a green shirt. A green shirt. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. You learned from marriage. Um, yeah, no, I was just, uh, I, I lost my train of thought. You threw me off. I know. Together. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I yeah, was just really tripping yeah. out. Sorry, everybody. I was about to get into a really, really good, good, good little Jimmy Jim. A Jimmy I'm such Jim. an asshole. A goods Jim. And she took that moment away from you all. So you He's can all just find her. Jim tonight. He's not with Jim tonight. <laughs> You're funny, funny, funny. Um, yeah, so tell me, tell me about, uh, nights when women can't hold their tongue because they've been getting drunk too much and potentially get their man in the fight. What I wanted to ask you was have you ever been put in a situation where you've had to fight a guy because the girl you were with started some shit like verbally? I am brainstorming right now. I can't pull off a situation straight out of my head. When because, yeah. in fight, but I do know what kind of situation you're talking about. And I've right. seen plenty of times, but I've also never been the guy to date really hyphy chicks that just run at the mouth a lot. I've never yeah. been the guy that went after those kind of chicks. I, I've right. always been the guy that was more attracted to the more reserve 
I'm not like all the way quiet, but a little shy type of girls. I've always been into those kind of girls for some kind of reason. So I've never been personally in that situation. I don't think maybe I have, but I might've been like dating or like not really dating at the time. You know, like one of those, like I'm just a single guy talking to random chicks. You're singer sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might've been something like that at a club or something like that. But I mean, I can't pull a situation out of my mind right now. That was just, um, I think I was watching a movie or something and like, you know, there's for anybody who's listening to this, who isn't quite following what I'm saying, how sometimes when chicks are drunk and they're out with their man, maybe they're getting hit on or something or their boyfriend's friend is pissing them off or something. And they just like start saying some shit and like they say it in a way where they they don't think there's going to be any consequences to them. Like they're like, my boyfriend will beat you up kind of a fucking attitude, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I was seeing this um, happen in a movie and I was like, I wonder if that's ever happened to Jimmy. I've never done that to anybody. I've never, but I also come from a place where like, don't start no shit, won't be no shit. Like you don't start something if you're not planning on um, finishing it, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I've always been able to hold my own, so to speak. I've never really, I've never really, like I've fought a guy maybe one time in my life, but like I've never, like I know like men are inherently stronger than women. Like I get that, you know? Am am I going to, if I'm ever in a situation with a man in a physical altercation, you know, if it's, it's got to be a kill or be killed mentality, I'm always going to think it's going to be him, not me. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and that's always going to be my attitude. I'm never going to think I'm like defeated or anything like that, but I wouldn't ever start some shit with some guy in the club that my man's going to have to fucking finish is what I'm saying. I would Mm -hmm. never do that. And I was wondering if that's ever happened to you. Yeah, no, not me. But I'm sure somebody listening to to this right now could definitely. Uh, if that it. has been that's your experience as a man, leave a comment. If you are the chick who does this, also leave a comment. I, I promise you, I promise am you curious. I'm the type of person that. Look, like, I'm not even looking for a confrontation. I don't want confrontation. Like, it's not something that I really right. like. So Same. I I usually, I'm cool with everybody. The gangsters, the cool people, the nerds, whatever. You know, I'm a nerd myself. So, you know, like, I am I was always that, like, really chill guy. I'm, I still am that really chill guy. I'm cool with everybody. So if somebody doesn't like me or is not really nice to me or, you know, putting off the kind of energy that they don't like me or something like that, then I just don't get it. And I think that they're just jerks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some people um, just want to be miserable. Some people just want to be that way. Um, so you know, <laughs> I feel like if I've ever had a chick that tried to put me in that situation, I probably would have been like, bitch, that's all you. I'm not finding these. Why would I? Like, I don't got no right. problem with these people. Like, don't I was like you're I? about to fight these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, we're done. Yeah. You know? Like, trust me, like. I mean, I'll get down if I got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have no yeah. problem with that. If it comes to protecting my family, right. protecting my own well-being or anything like that, if I feel right. threatened or anything, then I'll do what I got to do. But, man, 
dude, I, I I love having a good time. I don't ever go nowhere looking for trouble. Right. Trouble, Same. Trouble ain't gonna come looking for me because you know. But I'm we all for- have those friends who like. I feel like everybody knows they're the one. Like oh, if we I, I go anywhere, homies, they're gonna have, start some shit. I have homies that do that though, that have done that. So and annoying. And they everywhere we go, they try to start fights with There's people. There's always a fight, yeah. And I have always and, and I'm telling you this right now, I've always been the one to either calm the situation down or get get all my or get the the hyphy homies to chill out. I've always at least tried to be that guy at first. I've always at least tried to be that guy at first. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, some people, they don't know how to just go out and have a good time. Some people right. have to have altercation. I don't know if they're trying to prove something to other people or prove yeah. something to yourself, but sometimes you got to look at yourself, like, from the inside in, out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah, could be sure. like a security type of thing for, for those people who always got to have some kind of drama or try yeah. to prove that they're some kind of like alpha male when they're around other other right. guys and they see that there's women around and maybe the women are uh, liking another group of guys, you know, whatever it may be that they like about the guys. Then they feel like they got to fight the guys or start something with the guys or try to punk them or try to one up them in some kind of way. I just don't get that kind of mentality, honestly. Well, it's funny how you brought up the alpha male thing because I feel like it's usually these self-proclaimed alpha males who are starting shit. And it's like, there's nothing alpha about starting shit, bro. That's literally like you showing your insecurities. Like 100%. That is very beta. Like if there's any, if there's anything more beta than that, I don't know what it is because that shit is like that. It's straight up. Oh, he looked at me funny and that should bother you. Why alpha male? Like we should calm down. God, that's not alpha. <laughs> that's not alpha. Yeah. That's not alpha. Get it together, y'all. Yeah, get your fucking uh, life, bro. No, that's no, that's totally a, a a beta male trait. I mean, dude, just go out and have a good time, man. Like, and and if you're like, and if you're like, not a professional fighter, and you're beyond thirty years old trying to fight people when you're going to bars, right? And stuff, grow like, up. You should be yourself. <laughs> For real, grow up, bro. <laughs> the world is not out to get you. You are in your own way. You need and to believe me, man, dial it back. The level of people who aspire to be MMA fighters these days, you're going to come across the wrong guy at some point, Y'all and that motherfucker is going to fuck you up, and mm-hmm. you're going to wish that you didn't do that because you're going to have to go and get a, a nose job because your nose is on the side of your face. You're going to have to uh, somehow recover your your torn retina eyeball because you got your fucking eye fucking split in half or some shit like that like it's just stuff you don't have to deal with you know in yeah your, in your 30s or or 40s like the only thing you should be worrying about at that point is is uh you know growth like in every aspect of life because guess what in 20 years you're gonna be in your 50s right well and, and if what. you're in your 30s and you're out partying like that like do you have your shit together already, bro? What are you celebrating? You should only be yeah. celebrating if you at least somewhat got your shit together. Yeah, for real. Like, at least have a job, please. At, at least, least a job. job. Right. At least have a job, man. Real right. talk. So because, yeah. That might be why you mad though. So I don't know. You said why you mad? That that might be why these guys are mad though. <laughs> like out here fighting be. and shit. <sighs> It could be, man. And insecure. I, 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 yeah, I'll never get it. I'll never get it at all. 
You're not missing anything in these fucking clubs. Trust me. So if you don't have your shit together, that's definitely more important. I can't stand going to nightclubs no more. I'm not a club person. I mean, there's times where I feel like dancing, but like, honestly, I could do that at my house. Like, I, I really do. I'll turn on the music when I clean and I'll just, you know, it takes me forever to clean because I'm dancing. But like, I'm more of a, a brewery kind of chill. Let's eat and talk. I don't want the music too loud so we can have conversation kind of a thing, you know? You mentioned something while we were talking about about men fighting women and stuff like that and it it brought something to my to my mind um about how guys transitioning to to women can compete in the olympics that's kind of crazy to me that's a that's a really that shouldn't complicated be complicated topic I don't, well because like you just said, men are inherently stronger than women. They are. Birth, right? They are. But people in transition, like male to female transition, they're not, they're, they're not high. They don't have the testosterone that men do. They're literally getting estrogen, like hormone therapy and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so... That's where this is a tricky topic, you know. Have I at one point been someone who was like, that shouldn't be a thing? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I don't know. I have, here's the thing. I have, I have studied this a little bit, not, not super extensive, Um, I do have friends who are trans and I, I can't, I don't know, dude, it's a really hard thing. I I would have to know all the facts and I just, I don't think that trans women are a threat to women. When it comes to competing. Yeah, they are. I don't know that they are. I can't say that for sure. I know that if. If well, I, if they're not, if they don't have the testosterone that men do, then you know what I mean. Like that's where your guys is. But they do. That's why they make them take like tons of uh, testosterone blockers before they're even able to compete in the Olympics. They force them to take. Right, but they're taking that anyways right. because they're transitioning. So. And they're upping on estrogen because they're trying to get that like female hormones. They're trying to be women, right? So biologically or whatever, you know, but so that's why I I don't, I can't say that. I, I like, I'm, I can't say I'm against it. I'm cause I'm not, I, I need to know more before I can speak like for sure, for sure. What do you think about uh, Shikari Richardson not being able to run? I think it's fucking bullshit, and they need to let her run. She smoked weed a month before she competed. Like, who cares? It's just not even in her system anymore. Yeah. Who fucking cares? <laughs> it's fucking wild. They man. treat, like, the way it, like, it's so weird to me the how weed, like, is treated like that. 
when almost across the entire United States it is legal. It's not federally legal. I get it. But it anybody who smoked weed, I can't. To, for people to say it's a performance enhancer, I don't agree with that. Do people smoke weed before they go to the gym? Yeah, because it helps them focus. Maybe they're like super ADD or ADHD. And, and if that slows you down, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if in that way you mean it's performance enhancing, like not on that level. And if she did it a month before she competed, it's not in her system anymore. So who fucking cares? If it, you know, if she crazy. had a glass of wine a month earlier, who cares? Like, you know, what's crazy is that you know what can actually help performance, and it's not banned, and people do steroids no well that's banned you can that's a performance enhancer but so is fucking caffeine and people right could take, people could take a caffeine people could shot do caffeine mm-hmm. but, and that will help you way more than fucking smoking weed and caffeine is you can you can take a fucking sh- a shot of caffeine or whatever take a pill caffeine pill before you go and do whatever the sport is that you want to do and that's perfectly fine and that is way more of a performance enhancer than fucking marijuana in, right. a long shot, in a long shot. And so, therefore, next time I go to the gym, I'm going to have a nice big cup of nitro cold brew from Starbucks. Right. I mean, I think most people, that's why people do pre-workout, right? Caffeine helps mm-hmm. them be able to sustain their workouts and gives yeah. them the energy to do so oh. more yeah. than a fucking joint. It's wild. They gotta let Shikari Richardson into the Olympics, but I don't know if the timeline for that is is uh, done for. But it is. I think it up. is. She's not on the roster, yeah, and like up. they're gonna, they're not gonna let her on, which is fucking so whack, dude. She was on the. She was on the. Uh, that's that's where that 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 that's that bullshit is. Like, if they're really threatened, they're really threatened by her performance, like. They'll let Michael Phelps smoke weed. They'll let Michael Phelps smoke weed. They'll let all the the whole fucking swim team, he said, was high. They all competed. Give the the black woman the same fucking leniency that you give the white man, bro. That's what I have to say. It's fucking bullshit. (sighs) Wild, wild, wild. So tell me. I mentioned caffeine at Starbucks. Tell me about (laughs) uh, what point you Well, it was brought to my attention... Because, first of all, Mexico, I, you know, I went to Starbucks a couple of times. And that's the only place I've ever gone where they spell my name correctly. <laughs> Everywhere else I go spells my name cor- incorrectly. Hmm. Um, and so, sorry, one more thing. Um. She's glitching everybody. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's, it's nobody contacts me until I'm potting. And then once I'm potting, I'm getting like all the fucking news. Like people are in car accidents, people's doors are fucking busted down, like all kinds of shit. And I'm going to cover this. I don't want to see it. Um, anyways, so Starbucks, the only place that ever spells my name correctly is Mexico. But it was brought to my attention that apparently Starbucks 
I'm going to ask you this. Have you ever seen a commercial on TV for Starbucks? No. You haven't, right? Me neither. Yep. I've never seen an advertisement for Starbucks anywhere. Not on not on Instagram. I talk about Starbucks all the time. I never see an Instagram, you know, and you know Instagram be showing you all the ads for every conversation you have, right? Yeah. So apparently Starbucks purposely misspells people's names because then people take pictures of their cup and post it on their social media. And oh. then that is how they get free advertisement. Oh, Those clever little fucks. They realize that people are like, what the fuck? Look at how they spell my name. It's funny. Yes. Right. And then it makes people think, oh, fuck, I want coffee. You know, like you know what? That's, that's funny you say that, because when I was in Miami, I ordered some coffee and they asked me my name. I said, James. And when they came to bring me my food and my coffee, I want to say that they said my name was like, like like Jason or something like something like way different. I can't remember. It, it wasn't Jason. That's my brother's name, by the way. Shout out Jason. It was, it was another name like Jen. It was like Jen or something like that. And yeah. I was like, I was like, what? And the, but they said the items that I ordered and I'm like, that must be mine, you know, cause it was right. like the exact order. And I have like a pretty, like, I know that was my order. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, that's funny. I wonder if they did that on purpose. I, I thought it was like a language barrier thing because the people working at the Starbucks in Miami were like Cuban or something. So I was yeah. like, oh, maybe they no, was, you know. like every time I go to Starbucks here in the States, I I've had somebody spell my name. I Stella. It's like I like I'm a part of the fucking Apple family or Isabella. Um it's like the way that they spell Estella is just like like how do you even how is that even phonetically how you like where the fuck do you even pull that from kind of a so thing I guess our question for everybody listening and watching right now if you are a, a barista at Starbucks have you all been trained to spell everybody's name wrong right in the Still. name of promotion spill the deets also if you're watching this and you get Starbucks and they spell your name wrong, post it on your stories and tag us because I would love to see what they, how they fucking fuck everybody's names up. And if you would love to send us some Starbucks gift cards, holler at us because we would go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll accept them. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. And I was like, it really clicked. And I, I feel like I knew this, but like at the same time, like, never really thought about it and it was brought to my attention and I was like huh let me ask Jimmy yeah shout and out so, to, shout out to Italy for uh beating beating England in the Euro oh yeah I was watching that game that was a pretty wild game so in the I'm a huge soccer fan um it's like the one sport that like I'm like, yes, let's watch this. I don't want to miss this game. And it's exciting to me. So many people say it's boring and it's like Soccer's maybe soccer's fun. It's so exciting to me. Like or football. Excuse me, football. Yeah. Uh, and for American. I think it's because I used to play that like I know how hard it is. Mm -hmm. So like to watch people do it, it's like exciting to me. I don't know. And especially to score, like England scored in the first two minutes of the game. I don't think that's ever happened. And 
it was really, 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 really like, ah! like, I can't wait to go to a professional soccer game in Europe. Like, that's my goal is to go to a few of them. That's like, to fucking country hop specifically to watch soccer games. And yeah. So then um, watching that, then we get to like, what is it, like 84 minutes? Because soccer is supposed to be 90 minutes long, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Italy finally scores and like ties the game. And then you're like, oh, shit, like this is crazy, right? right? So then it goes into extra time, mm-hmm. right? It goes up to like 120 minutes, which That's is crazy to me. Insane, right? Yeah. Two fucking full hours of running. Yeah. Um, and these and a lot of the players, once you start, you don't get to come out and go back in. That's not how that works. If you come out of the game in soccer, you're done. You don't get to go back in. Mm-hmm. So they're there, like from the fucking first minute to the last. 20 after 120 minutes is still a tie. So they have to go into penalty kicks. Right. England makes it, Italy makes it. And oh wait, Italy makes it, England makes it. Mm-hmm. Italy misses. Mm-hmm. It gets blocked. I think and then England doesn't get it. Oh no, England first two guys scored. Mm-hmm. Italy's first guy scored. Two guys didn't, and then the last like two did. And England's last three kickers did not make it one kicked it and it hit the fucking pole dude like you're like bro like you just blocked yourself and i mean that's a lot of pressure so i totally get it and it sucks because that i mean that you could see it on their face like they know that had they scored like that one they it wouldn't be happening like that that the results would be totally different. And um, shout out to to the England team. You guys, you guys killed it. Ew, don't do this to me. All right. Um, sorry. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> likes to fucking mess with me and go close up. And he, like, doesn't understand how, um, how traumatizing that is for women of my age who don't get Botox and fillers. <laughs> you don't even need it, though. Oh, I feel like I you do. Know, like, this, like the like the least amount of uh, what am I trying to say? You don't need Botox. You don't have no wrinkles. I feel like I do need Botox. I actually do have a wrinkle. I have a wrinkle just like my mom, like this deep vertical one right here, like maybe from like having an angry face twenty four seven. Yeah, I don't like it when women have angry faces twenty four seven. Yeah, so, I just do. So <laughs> that's just my face. <laughs> My face is a bitch. Well, that's okay. You can be yeah. if you like. Or have the bitch face if you like. Uh, yeah, it, my bitch face, my resting bitch face isn't really resting. It's very active. Resting bitch it's face active bitch strong. Face. Yeah. <laughs> I said bitch. Resting bitch face strong. The, yeah. My that's active title for the pod. Resting bitch face. Strong. Bitch, yeah. It's um, immediately. 
um yeah my 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 active bitch face is pretty strong and i do have that wrinkle so don't zoom in on me like that i'll never do it again thank you never ever well i think that's good for the pod for no it's not good for the pod today you're missing (laughs) a whole segment (laughs) what segment are we missing trivia time oh fucking jimmy Oh, 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 he's looking for the I'm so far from my from my buttons right now because I don't have my my normal seat. So yeah, like, Jimmy is a homeowner now, guys. PS Chronicles. Let's congratulate Jimmy on being a homeowner. Thank you, everybody. So he's in a completely new um house. And he isn't completely set up, but we have a commitment Thanks to you guys, and we took a week off. So, podcast listeners, yeah, um, the one podcast in the world. That's right. Number one. We're still getting there, even without feet. We're there already. Exists. Uh, right. Exactly. 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 Because we are charismatic, despite what the haters say. Okay. You know, man, there's always going to be some uh, haters in the world, but always misery loves company. <laughs> They're not taking us with them. So, anyways, we have our our trivia from the Derek Jackson Ooh. mentally stimulate me card game. Yeah, give him his credit. Um, and I have pulled four cards. Okay. And here we go. You ready? Let's do it. A woman false accused her man of cheating multiple times. He finally cheats due to a feeling of not being trusted to begin with. So he says, who was wrong? A, the woman. B, the man. C, both of them equally. D, both, but more so the man. I all right. So a woman false accused her man of cheating multiple times. He finally cheats due to a feeling of not being trusted to begin with. So he says, "Who was wrong? The woman, the man. See both of them equally, both, but more so the man." I'd have to say D. Both, but more so the man. And the reason why I say that is because the woman was definitely wrong for for accusing the man of cheating when. He, he wasn't cheating, but it was the man's job to show her that there's no shot that he was cheating. And maybe he could have did some different thing, different, some things differently on his right. to make her feel more special and feel like he wanted to spend more time with her or whatever the reason why she felt right. like he was cheating. He could have did more to prove that instead of using that as a reason to justify actually cheating, which. Right just comes to show that two wrongs don't make a right so definitely i would have to go with d in this scenario i 1000 percent agree find out what the cause of her feeling that way was and maybe help her work through that instead of actually fucking doing it because now i feel like she wasn't wrong you know what i mean right yeah she probably wasn't wrong he was probably doing it already if he Mm -hmm. felt like he used that as an excuse because that seems like something that a guy would do if he really was cheating. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I did it because you kept on accusing me. Like, nah, right. you're not alone. You, and you didn't make her even feel like 
she was wrong to begin with by doing that. She probably said, I knew it. You yeah, know, right. He was, was probably already emotionally cheating. You know what I mean? And then he yeah. went full and physically cheated. Yeah. Um, all right. Number two. Later Your on. soulmate lives a long distance from you and got offered a high paying job. Now he or she wants you to quit your low paying dream job to move. Dream job is the key terms there. Do you? A, yes, B, no. <clears throat> Your soulmate lives long distance from you and got offered a high paying job. Now he or she wants you to quit your low paying dream job to move. Do you? Yeah. Absolutely. I think you so. You quit your low paying dream job? <laughs> in you order compromise to... happiness in the workplace and being fulfilled for your if soulmate long distance. Job, um, uh, your soulmate long distance gets a high paying dream job. No, they I, just get offered a high paying job. You're already at a dream job, but it's low paying. Gotcha. Okay. So it's not a dream job. The high paying job is not a dream no, job. For it's the just a high paying job. But if you're working a job, that's probably not your dream to begin with. If you're working a job. <laughs> yeah. Well, not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. But what, what would a low paying dream job be? You know, like it's probably just working with like, people. It's probably like social yeah. workers and shit like that. I think it just all depends. Like if that Teacher. really is a person's, I guess, I guess in this scenario is absolutely the person's dream job. Well then, yeah. I mean, in, in that scenario, if, if you don't have to make some kind of weird compromise or whatever, because your soulmate just landed their dream job, which is high paying. They didn't, they didn't land their dream job. They were just offered a high paying job. I think language matters. So it says, your soulmate lived a long distance from you and got offered a high paying job. Right. Now they want you to quit your low paying dream job. Do you move? I think uh, you do it if you think you can find something like that where I you're going. It, I think it just all depends on what that individual wants more. Does right. this individual can he make it work or he or she make it work with the with the soulmate and still be able to somehow live out their dreams in, in or is it fair way? for your soulmate to look for a high paying job elsewhere knowing you're at your dream job that too so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of aspects factors, to a scenario yeah. like that yeah and factors so, I mean, I don't know, like that, I think that one is kind of like a need more information type of right. <laughs> question right there. Let us know what you guys would, would <laughs> choose in the comments, because that was, that got us. That one got us. <laughs> okay, next. What level of presence on social media do you think is necessary for a relationship? A, as much as possible, if you're proud, flaunt it. B, Occasional good times, but that's it. C, just enough to make it clear that you're taken. D, out of sight, out of mind, no presence. I think that, I think it all depends on what you use social media for, because I'm somebody who lives this in real life. I don't right. show my whole life on social media 
and I do it for a reason. Like I do it for, I don't do it to, to hide nothing. Like if anybody wants to know anything about me, you can, you can come listen and find to the out. pod. Yeah. You can, <laughs> and you could, you can come and find out, but I'm not putting my whole life on social media right? because I've witnessed firsthand what that can do to you when you put mm-hmm. your whole life on social media. I mean, for so many different aspects, putting your whole life out there. Like, why are you doing that in the first place? Just think about it. Like, why am I showing everything that I'm doing to a bunch of people who don't give a damn in the first place? Right. So for me personally, I, I put on social media what I choose for people to see. And it's not very much. Like I'll mm-hmm. put things on social media for maybe for some laughs and some giggles or to promote something or things of that nature. I put things out there with purpose. Um, and usually it's, it's purpose in a, in a way that's going to be advantageous for whatever a specific goal is of mine, which mm-hmm. in a lot of cases is to get engagement up for the podcast or what have you, but I'm not putting all of my information and all of my business out there, all of my whereabouts. Like, I don't care if anybody knows that. I don't care if anybody knows I'm doing good. I don't care about any of that because at the end of the day, the people mm-hmm. that really matter, the the real social media that matters is the people in your household, and they don't need to know how great or happy or any of that information about me because they don't give a damn. People don't care about you, like like you like you might think that they do. Like people want to see you not doing good at the end they, of the day. I, so, I yeah, some people do. Some people want to see you doing well. Some people, but. I truly believe that the percentage is much lower than the people that that don't care, don't want to see you doing doing good in life. And yeah. and, I, and I just like what I like what I personally portray and I'm sure a lot of people could relate to this as well is that it's just like who cares what other people think, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing things for the uh for the for the for gloating purposes or for the right. approval of others or anything like that. Because I could do all those things, but I'm not really just just trying to put out like highlight reels and stuff like that. That's why if you see me on social media, it's probably going to be me being funny. I like I like doing funny things and or I might just like voice an opinion or something like that right quick. But that's really all you're going to see from me on social media. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I just. When I was in a relationship for five years. I hardly posted that mostly because he didn't like social media and he wasn't on social media and he didn't really want to be on social media. And to me, that just made sense. Like not everybody needs to know. I think that the only reason I would post any little thing is just to kind of, because I feel like when you post things, people kind of fill in the gaps for themselves Mm -hmm. And how they want your story to sound and look like, you know, and for me, you know, does that make sense? Um, Like there are men on my profiles and people literally question like whether or not that's who I'm in a relationship with or not. And I just kind of let them make their own conclusions. Like Mm -hmm. I don't need to confirm or deny anything with anybody If you really want to know, if you're really interested in me that way, then you would contact me. Yeah. And, and it wouldn't be a question, you know? Um, and that's just how I feel about it. I don't need anybody to see the good or the bad. And then sometimes when people see you in a relationship, they kind of try to fuck with you 
Like all of a sudden somebody wants you because they see you with somebody else. And I'm not really looking for that kind of attention single or not, you know, like I don't, I don't care for it. So I think the older you get, the, the more you don't give a damn about anybody else's opinions. you know. Right. I don't need you to feel a certain way about whether I am or am not in a relationship that doesn't Mm -hmm. do anything for me. So, right. And that's just how I feel about that. And I wouldn't really post anything super consistently or out there unless I was really in, maybe if I was married, people would know, maybe I'd post something that says that, Hey, I'm married kind of a thing. But like, I don't think that that's a deterrent. I think that honestly, some people would try to fucking hit me up regardless. Mm -hmm. Like there've been married people that have hit me up. Right. And I'm just like, what are you doing? That is so corny. Like, if you're in a relationship, do not hit me up. That's I, I want to say what I think is off. I'll tell you what is super corny and cringe to me. It's when a chick is in a relationship and immediately when she gets out of a relationship, she starts posting all kinds of seductive stories and pictures all over her. That happens so much. Just to make the guy mad mm-hmm. or to try to get some some kind of uh like a specific kind of attention from other guys or whatever. And they just right. want to make it obvious that they're single now. That is so corny to me. Like, yeah, I like, dude. If you like to be seductive and sexy and all those things, that's cool. But why can't you do that when you're also in a relationship? You want to do that only when men aren't typically comfortable with their girl acting like that while they're That's in a relationship. Problem with people in general, if you're in a relationship, you got to just accept the other person and let them be who they are. You right. know? And, and then when, and then when you guys split up or whatever, she starts doing things like that, or even guys too, guys do that too. It's super cringe to me. And yeah, then, they do. Y'all need to leave your business off social media. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to leave some fucking mystery in your life. Like nobody <laughs> needs to know everything about you. And y'all are the people who are worried about tracking devices. And you're literally putting every detail of your life on social media. Yep. And if you ever see me put a location out, best believe it was the day before. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not tagging spots before. I'm currently in. And it's not even like necessarily like a, a paranoid type of thing, but Yo, like, y'all don't need to know where I'm at right away. Nobody okay. needs to know that, ever. I have one question, though, for you, because yeah. this is kind of, like, to go off this trivia question, but I'm not going to ask the trivia question. I'm going to ask my question. Okay. When you get served some rice and beans on, like, a Mexican plate, do you eat them separate or do you mix them and then eat them? It just depends. It depends on the dish. If I and if I have some chips on the side, if I have some chips on the side, I might mix it. And uh-huh. if I don't, then I'll probably eat one at a time. I mix it every time. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some refried beans mixed with Spanish rice. I'm Mexican sorry, Mexican rice. I I don't know if so all bomb. of you were anticipating like a really like deep. It wasn't. That's <laughs> about rice and beans. It's because um, Saturday when I, you know, my first day as a videographer, dipping my toes in the, in that world. Um, I know. I know. Hire me <laughs> for all your events. Um, the, the restaurant we were at served 
two tacos, rice and beans. And immediately I mix it. Mm-hmm. And Renee commented on that. He's like, you do that every time. I was like, it just fucking tastes better, man. It's so much better when you mix the rice with the beans and then eat them. Like, right. instead of trying to get a little bit of both on your fork to, like, eat it, you know, or eating it individually, it's just so much better when you mix it, dude. It's delicious. Well, that's great to know, Stella. I feel like it's the way. We've all and if you don't already do that here. and you haven't, try it. It'll change your life. We've all been mind blown by your style of eating rice and beans. We yes, you're welcome. And cilantro on everything. And if and you're somebody that, who doesn't like cilantro, lo siento, I feel sorry for you. And, and your taste buds. Ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's how we got. Like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on Apple, and we will see you next week. Actually, you're probably going to see us for a slide through. That's something we got to holler about. I think I got my boy coming letters out. Maybe Friday for a slide through. (laughs) We out, (laughs) y'all.